celebrating the sounds of Memphis for 21 years, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation. AutoZone, parts are just part of what we do. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat mitchell Worley, And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we feature the reigning king of Hill Country Blues, Kenny Brown. Bill Street Caravan contributor William Lee Ellis will also be joining us to discuss the deep connections between religion and the blues. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. So we've got Kenny Brown with us today. Like last week, we are bringing our listeners the hip-shaking sounds of the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic. The picnic, it's Kenny's party, so to speak, and Kenny knows how to throw a party. He should by now. This past summer, the picnic celebrated its 10th anniversary. It's such a great festival. You're in the Hill Country celebrating the indigenous music of the region. You're right there at the source. At any moment, you're either listening to direct blood relatives of the masters, or in the case of Kenny Brown, you're listening to an artist who learned at the feet of the masters. Think about it. At any given moment, half the people on stage carry the last name of either Burnside, Kimbrough, or Turner or they're one of the two Dickinson brothers. Or in Kenny's case, he played with R.L. Burnside for so long that R.L. referred to him as his adopted son. Not to mention that Kenny was mentored and brought into the music by his neighbor, Joe Calicott. It's all about family in the Hill Country. And when you get to the picnic, they take you in and they treat you like family. Let's take our listeners there now to experience it themselves. Here's blues legend Kenny Brown live on Bill Street Caravan.
signs on the side of the, on these posts over here, I don't know if y'all re realize it or not, but those are all people that have played at the picnic that aren't with us anymore. I lost a good friend of mine, Miss Danny Lancaster over here this year, uh, and my stepson Sam always helped us in the back back there. Uh, two people we lost this year. This is a little gospel song. Hope you is a true story.
You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Beale Street Caravan. Here's more from Kenny Brown, live on Beale Street Caravan. Together we will stand, divided we will fall. Come on, my people, listen, get on the ball and work together.
Thank, thank you, thank you. That was Kenny Brown live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll be back with more music in just a few minutes. But first, we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor William Lee Ellis as he explores the deep connections between religion and the blues. <laughs> It's time now for our feature host, Bill Ellis. He's known as a music writer and a musician, but he's been spending time with Bill Street Caravan, telling us a little bit about the story behind the music. Here's his feature host series on religion and the blues. As we heard last week, the secular and sacred music of African Americans have shared a number of attributes going back at least to the early 19th century. What we call blues notes, for example, those altered tones that wiggle between Western scale degrees, would have seeped into both black religious and laic music by way of African origins. Offered John Lee Hooker, when spirituals was born, it was on the blues side. You can compare spirituals and blues almost together because both of them got a very, very sad touch. I used to be a spiritual singer, but I get just as deep a feeling from the blues. With that in mind, listen to this lined-out hymn by the prolific and best-selling Atlanta preacher Reverend J.M. Gates, whose 1926 performance of O Death, Where Is Thy Sting is about as bluesy as a church song can get. It's no secret that blues, as it emerged in the early 20th century, borrowed from a number of sources, black and white, traditional and popular. In the folk blues especially, you can hear the raw vocal material of field haulers merging with elements of the Badman ballad and string band music. Yet another key component came from the sacred side of things, the African-American preacher and his sermons. In the rural South, the blues and the church were adversaries on both the social and spiritual fronts, rivals that offered not only opposing views of life, but opposing solutions to one's problems. The preacher, who was many things to his community, orator, politician, social, communal, and religious leader, might in fact have displayed further hostility toward the bluesman for his perceived threat to the status quo. Presented in a Saturday night pulpit, if you will, the blues challenged church belief as well as the solidarity, ethnicity, and sense of community the church brought to rural black life. The blues and other secular music, in fact, were not something to be taken lightly, according to Alan Lomax, who in his fieldwork with black churches at the Deep South in the 1930s, observed that some of the more religious folk placed a stricter ban on the singing of non-sacred music than even on stealing. Indeed, someone as suited to the secular as blues legend Lightning Hopkins doesn't disavow religion so much as throw a pragmatic hand up to it. On going to heaven when I die, he sings from the perspective of the spiritual outsider, noting, if we get to heaven, I'm going to be the first one to knock on that door and I'm going to say, oh God, will you please let me and my baby in? With quizzical blues logic, however, he hedges his bet in the final verse singing, 
You know you ain't gonna find no heaven on earth and it don't make no difference where you go. You don't need no telling now, baby. Right now, little girl, you're old enough to know. You don't need no telling, you don't need no telling. Little girl, right now, you're old enough to know. You ain't know you ain't gonna find no heaven on earth. And it don't make no difference where you go. Being at odds with the church didn't stop the blues from taking a number of vocal and rhetorical styles from its preachers. These would include, according to S. Margaret W. McCarthy, a similar approach to language emphasizing down-home and everyday vocabulary, idioms, and slang, an impromptu, improvisatory delivery with use of tension for emotional impact, emphatic and unusual vocals such as falsetto and moaning for effect, the use of call and response between both the preacher and his congregation and the bluesman and his instrument, and the ability to fuse the comic with the serious and a complex, contradictory view of life. We could also add to that a seamless mix of speech and song and performance, and the use of repeated phrases or riffs, either through language or musical motif. Wrote John W. Work of the Southern Black Folk Sermon, the ironical fact to be observed about them is that they are exactly like the idiom in many blues, which the church attacks so scornfully. Let's compare, then, a sermon and a blues by two of their respective titans, C.L. Franklin and Bobby Blue Bland. Arguably the most famous preacher of his generation, Franklin was more than Aretha's father. He was the man with the million-dollar voice, a black leader so popular he was called the most imitated soul preacher in history by Reverend Jesse Jackson. The following excerpt comes from I Saw a New Heaven and a New Earth, one of more than 75 live sermons he recorded during his lifetime. After nearly 20 minutes of a spoken lesson, his speech shifts into something closer to song, complete with musical-like riffs, extreme vocal techniques, and flatted melody tones that one could easily recognize outside the walls of the church. In some ways, we are but one step from the blues here. Oh, 
Contrast that with one of Franklin's biggest fans, Bobby Bland, who took much of his vocal style, including his infamous snort from the Reverend. Listen with Franklin in mind as Bland sings, I Can't Put You Down, Baby, using preacher-like dynamics and tension, sailing into angelic head voice for an ecstatic vision, not of heaven, but of earth in this secular sermon on love. This is William Lee Ellis for Bill Street Caravan. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. You can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's a lot more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee.
We're back, and this week we're at the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic with one of our all-time favorites, Kenny Brown. So many of the elements that I love about the Hill Country Blues, the trance, the boogie, the funk, it's all there when you hear Kenny Brown. It totally transcends the typical 12-bar I woke up this morning format that automatically makes you think of the blues. It definitely rocks a little harder. It's punk rock. It's Mississippi punk rock. Cosmic Mississippi punk rock. And a lot of that we can put at the hands of the drummer, John Bonds. He's played for Kenny many years, and before that he played for RL when Cedric wasn't able to make gigs and John has been on the show with so many different so bands many. from the River City Tan Lines to wow he plays with a lot of people around town one of those Memphis facts our musicians here usually play in more than one band they spread their talent out here's more from Kenny Brown live on Bill Street Caravan
You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Here's more from Kenny Brown, live on Bill Street Caravan.
Thank y'all, thank y'all. Brown live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to Sarah Brown and to the volunteers at the North Mississippi Hill Country Picnic where today's performance was captured. You can find out more about Kenny Brown, Hill Country Blues, and the picnic by visiting NorthMississippiHillCountryPicnic.com. The picnic takes place the last weekend of June every year. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You're just not going to find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners that you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag IListenToMemphis. Or keep up with us on our podcast at iTunes. Visit our website at BillStreetCaravan.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can find out where the caravan's going to be next. And if you can't meet us there, we'll be back right here next week, so we'll see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. (laughs) 